Welcome to Orange is the New Browns podcast, a true crime podcast about John Dorsey murdering the NFL. Welcome back for another episode with the Orange is the New Browns podcast. I'm KT with Brian, as always. So, if it's not Miles Garrett in the kitchen with a candlestick, then who was it? John Dorsey. John Dorsey. In the front office. In the front office. Paper and pen. Paper and pen. Cell phone. And a cell phone. Air Dorsey's. Air Dorsey's. Elfie hat. Elfie hat. Cleveland Brown sweater. And a fax machine. Yeah, fax machine. Fax machine. Do we even use fax machines anymore? Well, does, does John Dorsey does. Does he still use one? I mean, did you not see the, the spoof commercial that he put out? No. On drafting the Browns? No. You should probably see it. It's pretty funny. I, it sounds funny. Yeah. Anyways, we are back, as always. Orange and brown. Showing our pride. Till we die. Here we go. C-L-E till I D-I-E. Let's talk Browns news. Browns news. Browns news. A, a few a few things happened this week. We are talking about training camp. Yep. And how the fans have responded to this team. Responded to training camp. Yeah. This year. First five minutes, they sold out. They're not handing out tickets they this year. They sold out faster than Tay-Tay. Really? Yeah. Really? Five minutes. They, they sold, sold out. out. They sold out faster than a Kevin Hart concert in Compton. Yeah. That's a that's you true. Know, I mean, it's I mean, they love Kevin Hart in yeah. Compton. The, I, I mean, love faster I love, than that. I love Kevin Hart in Texas. I like Kevin Hart in just about every movie that he's been in. Uh there's a few of them. Night School is pretty bad. Well, see, I hadn't seen that one no, yet. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Well, Kevin Hart's. I pretty regret funny. watching the whole movie. So Kevin Hart's funny with The Rock. You yeah, know? that is true. The little Dwayne Johnson, you heard him? Yep, heard him. The Rock. The Rock. Hey, you ever seen Wrestling with Family? Fighting with Family. No. WWE movie? No. Vince Vaughn's in it? Is it good? No. It's a good story, Did you though. see the new Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn movie? Never heard of Drag it. Dragged Against Concrete or Dragged Against Concrete? No, I bet it sounds pretty good, though. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's uh definitely not a not the two people that I would see in that role, but it's actually pretty decent. You know, Mel Gibson used it's to play two and a half hours. Ooh. I don't know about that one. It's pretty good. I you should watch it. You'll probably hate it. Yeah. Is it out? Yeah, what's on, on iTunes? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it on Prime? I don't know. I don't. I don't have Amazon Prime. I have Prime. Yeah. So, anyways, back to our Browns news. Browns news say, um, you know, OBJ solely focuses on football in Cleveland. No surprise. No surprise. And you know why? The distractions are gone. All of them. New York is a distraction. The they, people they, in New York are in distraction. They really are. You Their fans few, you, are a distraction. You explained that a few weeks ago. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just yeah. gonna harp on this real quick. The New York. Their fans, fans are trash. Are trash. You know, literally, they they put them out in those boats and they float them out. That's what New York fans are. Yeah. So they're sitting on those little trash boats. Trash boats to in go New York. on the Heap Island. Yeah. Trash Heap Island. Along with the New York Jets. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are. Those are <laughs> I mean that that's how. Most of most of New York fans are bandwagon fans, anyways, except for the New York Yankee fans. They're just trash, anyways. They're trash, trash. You know, there's probably real fans that are Mets fans. You know, yeah, I true, I truly believe that there are some Mets fans. Yeah, there's some Mets fans out there, and I feel bad for them. Five games in a row, they've blown <laughs> yeah, a leading like lead yeah, in the last few innings. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. So, let's talk about Chris Sims. Chris Sims, son of Phil Sims, right? 
Uh, I'm pretty sure of it. So Chris Sims, about 100%. This week came out with a top 40 quarterback countdown. This is what he predicts to be the top 40 quarterbacks of the season. I <laughs> I hope everybody has seen this by now it's because awful. it is the worst top 40 I've ever seen. It, it, this guy just does this to just get people to pay attention to him. That's it. He is a sports analyst troll. That's so for sure. All this is is reaction. We're reacting to it for the very sake of that we have to. We're reacting to We're it protective. because it's that bad. We're protective of our Cleveland Browns, especially our quarterback. Well, not just the bigger man. Not 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 just. Let's we're 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 talking outside of that. We're talking about just being an NFL sports fan that yeah. we are. He this guy's trash. this guy. He ha- sucked I, in college and he sucked in the NFL. I mean he yeah he was a Longhorn that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. A, again. Here we are looking at a list that makes no sense. It feels like you just like randomly generated it. Just I mean, kept hitting like refresh to see what happened. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love giving my Browns credit, especially now uh, that we have a quarterback like Baker Mayfield. But when Big you Bake. got a guy that ranks Tom Brady and Drew Brees barely at nine and 10. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's nuts. I mean, they should just go ahead and pull his broadcasting license and say, you know what? Why don't you go back to just dealing with college football? Yeah. Because you should have no say-so in an NFL. I mean, even with college, he doesn't really have any say-so. Yeah, probably not. But so. the whole point of it is is that is this is probably the worst top 40 I've ever seen. Yeah. We have Aaron Rodgers at one. Uh-huh. Pat Mahomes at two. Those are fine with me. I'm okay with that. Russell Wilson at three. He's okay. He's a top six, top ten quarterback. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson or Andrew Luck at four. I have a big problem with that. Mm-hmm. Five, Deshaun Watson, big problem with that. Six, Ben Roethlisberger, drop his ass to 40. Seven, Matt Ryan, he's a top 15 quarterback. You can move him up and down. You move him down further. Cam Newton, number eight, like ranked above Tom Brady, who's at nine, who's then ranked above Drew Brees. You're telling me Deshaun Watson's better than Drew Brees? No. Are you telling me that Deshaun Watson is better than Phillip Rivers? No, he's not. And you're telling me that Who's at twelve? And Carson's wins. Carson Car- wins is eleven. Carson wins. Who hasn't yeah. proved himself at all? I mean, well, you're talking about Deshaun Watson. He hasn't proved no, anything at all. either. That's what I'm saying. The, these guys, he he has that, and then we have Philip Rivers twelve, Dak Prescott, which is the most ridiculous. That is that guy even a really a quarterback? I he, mean, he's a quarterback. He dinks and dunks, and the only reason why he still has a job is a guy named who Zeke Elliott. Yeah. The only reason why he actually can throw the ball yeah. in the pocket is because of a guy named Zeke Elliott. Exactly. Do you know what college he played for? No, the, the Ohio State, Ohio State he University. Was, he was the running back national champion. He's the reason we beat Alabama. The only reason why Dak Prescott still has a job is because he has a feel-good story. He does have he a good story. He got a DWI. He's a decent quarterback, though. He's not even a decent quarterback. He's a decent quarterback. I mean, he his percentages. He doesn't, he doesn't throw are, a lot of picks, is what I'm saying. No, he so. can. Well, I mean, he's a game manager. Yeah. I mean, decent <clears> Trent, <throat> Trent Dilford was like that. Yeah, he's a decent quarterback. But we're talking about Dak Prescott. Yeah, that guy's not. He's not. He's not a top. Like 20 he doesn't. He doesn't even. He doesn't even rank in my top thirty. No, he's, that's how he's, bad he is. He's like 31, 32. So then you have Stafford, who again, decent quarterback. Puts up a lot of numbers. It's not very good at 14. Cousins at 15. Don't agree with that. Nick Foles, who is a backup quarterback who sucks as a starter. He who only, won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl coming off the bench. Like He ca- he came off as a – And he's going to a team with no Jesus wide receivers. At all. None. So And then you have Baker Mayfield at 17, ranked way too low. 
I, I mean, way too low. There's guys on Pop this list. Pop that number up. There's there's guys on this list. Deshaun Watson, for sure. Cam Newton, for sure. Carson Wentz, for sure. Dak Prescott, for sure. And Nick Foles and Kirk Cousins. Yeah. That should be b- way below Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield played 13 and a half games last year, had 3,700 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, and 14 picks. He had a better percentages than most of these quarterbacks that are up there and more touchdowns than more, most of these quarterbacks up there and more yards with less games and so now he has even more weapons and you're going to say oh he's going to be a 17 like really well here's my thing chris sims get out of and here the trash. andrew luck threw for 4500 yards that's fine 39 touchdowns yeah okay so let me let me let me get he, this understanding let me let me let me no, the, let me tell you, he is a difference maker with Indianapolis. So even when he was do a I agree he's, that he's a he's top had crappy five years and he's had Listen, good years? D- well, because he had a bad shoulder injury, and then once he gets out for a whole year, again. and now he's good again. So again. I know. Hold on, L- just just go with me on this. I'm going. He is like, what happens when you lose a quarterback that is a franchise quarterback? Your franchise falls apart for a whole year. Yeah. Without him there or nineteen. I don't care that he hasn't done anything yet, but he has. He's had his. He's done better than uh, Cam Newton. That doesn't even belong in the top twenty. Yeah, he's he's better. Than Matt he's Ryan better. Too. He's better. Uh, well, I I don't know if I say Matt Ryan because Matt, say Ryan, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is. He's 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 a good twenty-eight to three. Yeah, that's true. Uh makes sense. But let's just put it this way: Chris Sims. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if it's that you don't know what you're talking about or you've been smoking that synthetic marijuana where it's just gotten to your head that you don't, you know, you know, maybe you want to eat your face off. I don't know. Possible. But when you put a guy like Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton in the top ten, you should have your broadcasting license pulled from you. I would have a problem with Deshaun Watson, Roethlisberger, and Matt Ryan. I would say Andrew Luck, too. He's not a top ten quarterback to me. He, he can be. But I don't think he has the weapons to continue to prove himself. Like there's, you have like one person to throw to. Yeah, and he has Frank Gore, who's old. Like I don't even know if Frank Gore is even on the team anymore. I would say my top five here. Yep, would be a Rod right off the bat. Okay. Tattoo. He's a he's he's touchdown Jesus. That's touchdown what he Jesus. Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. is a, he's a good quarterback. He's there. I would say. Can Beck, you believe that you're actually saying Pat? Uh, Patrick I, Mahomes. I, and I hate it because I want him to drop because I don't like this guy. <laughs> I want him to throw 50 interceptions. This I mean, year. He, sounds like, he sounds like Kermit the Frog. He does. I mean, I, is, I'm not trying actually, to make fun of him, but I am. He is Kermit the Frog. Because we've known, we, we've, we've known Patrick Mahomes since he was a rookie here in uh, Texas. Freshman. Yeah. So, go ahead. Number you three. Have three. I would put Baker Mayfield at that slot. Why not? He's, he's that good of a quarterback. He has that many weapons. And his defense is going to continue to control the game where he can have more times to get more snaps. More snaps means more points. More points means more more stats. Boom. Four, I would put Tom Brady in there. And five, I'd put Drew Brees in there. Respect. Respect. You have to. You ready for my top five? I know what it's going to be. I bet, I bet you do. Number one, Baker Mayfield. Whoa. Who would have thought that I would pick bake, bake. orange and brown over everybody else? You know why? Because it's going to happen. And we're finally going to see it. We're going to finally say it's going to be Baker Mayfield, number one. Yeah. People are going to start drafting him for years. Number one in fantasy football. We talked about last week, OJ Simpson. People are going to start wearing the number six Browns jersey in Texas. I see it all the time. It's going to to happen. I was in Vegas this week. Yep. Brown stuff everywhere. No surprise. No surprise. It was nuts. 
So with that, number two. I was looking at a lot of mirrors too. So yeah. <laughs> number two, Baker Mayfield. Who would have thought that I could go bake, bake. two Browns quarterbacks? You got Baker Baker second at on my list. That's crazy. I know. Number three, Baker Mayfield. Man, I'm just I'm full of awesome picks today. Baker Mayfield, number three. You write that down. I put it down. Number four, Baker Mayfield. Bake, 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 bake. So, bake, Baker, bake, May- bake, bake. Baker Mayfield will be wearing drip, drip after his Super Bowl win. Yeah, this year. And number five, none other than Baker Mayfield. Wow. So there's my top fives. Baker Mayfield. Let me tell you about what I think is going to be a huge momentum shift in the NFL. What's that? Here's my bold prediction here, okay? Okay. Baker Mayfield is going to have a better season than Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, that's better a big season. Than, he's going to have a better season than Andrew, Andrew Luck. He's going to have a better season than Pat Mahomes. Do you think he has a Bake. better season than the man, the myth, the legend, Tom Brady? Yeah, I told you that. We're going to win the Super Bowl. So Tom Brady goes down this year, this <laughs> last year. So Bake Mayfield, I feel like, is going to be hoisting not only the Lombardi Trophy, but he's going to be getting the MVP as well. Woo. Big, bold prediction there. That is a big Bake one. Bake Mayfield. MVP wear, 2019. What does he wear? Number six. He wears number six, but what does he wear? He wears brown and brown orange. Brown and orange. So, so Bake anybody Mayfield. else doesn't matter. Si, no te pones marron in naranja. No importa. And if you don't wear brown and orange, you don't matter. That's true. Yeah. Pretty Kitchen said that. Better a rook style. <laughs> Boom. Wow. You just you just went all democratic on me over here. I went Spanish on you. Which is weird for a Texan. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, it is. But it, it went fifty fifty with the state senate this well, year. The only reason why I went fifty fifty is because Dallas, Houston, Austin, and El Paso are all liberals. Not and democratics. All. Not all. So and we're moving on because we are not a political debate. 50-50. <laughs> so, anything else that we want to talk about? Especially, I think you have something about the top 10 Yeah, like, what? what's, what's the deal with by ESPN? ESPN. They, they're well, so, so wishy-washy. Well, and it's like, and it, here's the situation. So, ESPN has us ranked as the only football team in the NFL with an elite offseason. means we grabbed a lot of players. Elite. And got great drafts elite. off of the picks that we got. Elite. That's true. The only NFL team. Then they're like, hey, per pro football focus, the Browns are even a top 10 roster. And I'm like, how do you have the best wide receiver core in the league and not have a top 10 Breaking news. Are right, you ready boop, for this? Boop, boop, boop. Breaking news. Boop, boop. This, boop. this is possibly boop. the realest thing that you're going to hear this week. What? Bob Levy, the second junior on the mom's side. Okay. Okay. Possibly there's just another tweeted weird, us. There's another I weird. I don't. How, how do you have a junior on the mother's I, side? I, it, I don't know. So. I don't know. Tweeted us just a few seconds ago. So Bob Levy retired from ESPN because of how bad that list was. Yeah, I gotta Possibly. imagine. So That's probably, probably. Gonna he saw it and he was embarrassed. So he was embarrassed by this list. Yeah. So they talk to even, talk to me about this list. We have ten teams here. None of them say the Cleveland Browns on it. None of them. Breaking news. We got more? More breaking news. This is coming from somebody in ESPN. It does it just says unknown ESPN analyst. Anonymous. Anonymous. It says breaking news. ESPN possibly Stephen A. Smith Jr. the third. That's a from Oklahoma. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. 
It doesn't. I I, I think I would, I would check your Twitter. Or I you're, no, you're this is this is not this is not Twitter. This one this one's actually from ESPN. Oh, okay. So like it says an, it says it says ESPN facts? anonymous email. Oh, it's an email. Yeah, yeah. it says Stephen A. Smith Jr. agrees the third, possibly. Yeah, with that list, he agrees with the list. Agrees with. Well, it. He's not very bright. That's either. why they kept him. He also thought Magic Johnson did great for the Lakers. So <laughs> this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, they. Th- I mean, th- can you believe it? Two two breaking news right in right. Just you know, Twitter. I've never seen that before. Twitter and. And just an email, email from an anonymous That's ESPN crazy. analyst. That is nuts. Nuts. All right, go ahead. So let's go to the top ten. This is the this is the list. The New England Patriots. This is all in order. The Patriots, the Rams, the Saints, the Eagles, the Bears, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Steelers, the Vikings, and the Colts. Move the Steelers off that list and put them in the bottom thirty. Why are yeah. we? Why? Why? You don't why? have you don't have your running back and you don't have your receiver. I can see I can see the top three for sure. I mean, the Saints, Rams, and Patriots are all even, very offensive weapons. I don't really know why we have Los Angeles Chargers. I don't either. I mean, they don't have, like, weapons. They have Phillip Rivers. That's it. The Vikings, the Steelers, the Colts, top ten. I mean, did the Vikings even go to the playoffs? Yeah. Did they win? No. No. Did they pay $100 million practically for a quarterback that didn't do nothing for them? Yeah. Okay. I was I just checking. They, why is that? Why they is might he, have actually missed the playoffs, actually. I think they did. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, huge letdown, especially since they made it to the MSV Championship the year before with who? Yep. Case Keenum, a backup quarterback. <laughs> a backup quarterback. So let me tell you this. like The Chiefs have lost a few players, and they have a few players on suspension. The Chargers are old. The Bears are overrated. The Eagles, I don't think, are, are even there. The Vikings, the Steelers, and the Colts, that, all, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. You know what my top ten is? Go for it. Cleveland Browns all the way through. Who would have thought? Yeah. All the way through. Ain't nobody can touch us. Our second string is better than the Patriots' first string. That's true. That's how good we are. No, I agree with you on that. So, and the, it, the, they keep saying, well, the, the the team has to mesh. Baker Mayfield's been working out with the receivers for two years straight now. Like, it's it's there. He worked out with Odell last year just during the summertime, just having fun. Who would have thought that was going to occur to be an actual teammate the next year? Nobody thought that. No. But I, he's I, on our I, team. I didn't think it was going to happen. So, we have – a quarterback that already has a relationship and already has all these people on part of the team with more weapons. Week 17, Kirk Cousins has 132 yards passing. Yeah. Well, they're probably playing outside. Where are you they know, playing? The, are they the, playing in the Minnesota set, or? He only had two games. Two, let's see. One. He had two 400-yard games and then one, two, three, three 300 games. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean – and and one of those weeks he had the highest rushing for twenty eight yards. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're really talking know. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and he got an argument with his best receiver too, who Thielen. Yeah, mm. because he was he was like, stop doing these crazy moves and just go. So throw it to you. Let's just put it this I way: don't have time. That to throw. list is that bad. Football Focus and the ESPN need to be ashamed of themselves. They should. I mean, it's just all these NFL hate these Cleveland Browns haters, and there's a lot of people others in the Cleveland Browns fans going to be quiet. No, for the first time in 19 years since our organization has been rebirthed, we have something to actually be proud about. Yeah. Before, we had 2003 or 2002 when we went to the playoffs, and then 2007 when we missed the playoffs. So two years and 19 years with mediocre, mediocrity. Mm-hmm. And now we have something to cheer for before yep. the season. Yep. We deserve it. 
We deserve it. So shut I'm, up. I'm ready for the season so that we can shut these haters up. That's the thing. I'm ready for the season so we have a lot more Browns news to talk about. Yep, for and sure. Because these haters are going to continue to smash on them, yep. and there makes no sense. Well, speaking – is that about – I think that's about it on Browns news, That's right? all we got, man. Okay. That's all we got on Cleveland Browns other than – Go Browns. If you don't wear orange and brown, you don't matter. Then you don't matter. All right. So go Browns, and hopefully we'll have some more stuff to talk about next week on the, on the Browns I subjects. guarantee it. I'm pretty sure of it. So let's talk about our tribe talk. Tribe talk. They've I'm, been, I'm, I'm they've been go- doing pretty good. Again, here we are. I'm ex- I've, I've said it. You've said it. Anytime that we talk about the Cleveland Indians yeah. the week before, they just go off. Yeah. And we're Unf- only eight games behind now. Unfortunately, since we didn't talk about them yesterday. They lost. They lost pretty bad. That was pretty bad. That was our the, that was our mistake. Because if we would have we if we would have talked yesterday. We would have won thirteen and nine. We, we would have won. Th- yeah, yeah. You're right. I totally agree. Yeah. It was kind of a nightmare start for Clevenger. They they brought him back too fast after his ankle injury. I mean, that's pretty so, quick. Yeah, he needs to he needs to rest up for another couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, he's not he's let him get let him get rested through the All Star week. Let's just leave him alone. Just let him let him do his thing because yeah. we've been fine. Yeah, we did fine without him. without him. So we might as well just keep this whole trend of guess what tribe you played today at three oh five. So well, let's make sure that we win. Period. Exactly. I think we just finish it out. I say we just. Just finish it out with a win, and then we'll be seven and a half games back. Yeah. Because guess what, folks? The Twins are not that good. I'm just saying. You know, they really aren't that good. Yeah. Because they've given up more runs than we have. Unfortunately, they've scored more runs. Yeah. If our offense would wake up more often, we would be one of the top two teams in the actual MLB. Yeah. We just have to have more bats. And I think it's. I think if you really look at it since – go back to – when we were like, ooh, man, it's – They're it's, 12 and a half games you back. Know. Now I'm looking at – when I start looking at when they played the Twins, they won 5-2, 9-7, okay? Then they lose 5-4. Then they play New York 5-2, 8-4. Then they lose 7-6 uh, against New York. Yeah. Then they played the Reds 2-1, lost 7-2. They destroyed the Tigers 13-4, 4-2, 8-0. The the runs are starting to progress. If you see yeah. where I'm going, I mean yeah, they we're, lose we're, to the Rangers seven two, but then they spank the Rangers ten to three, ten to four. Yep. Then we go on the Tigers series again, annihilate them. Very I mean, so. and and we're and we're scoring really good. Yeah, we put up seventeen runs in that in that so, series against the Tigers, uh, and only give up nine. Yeah. So here we are. We're talking. They play the Orioles today. They had a down day. They come back, and they put 13 easy on them. Yeah. Easy. So when we started talking about these Indians, and I said the season was over, if they didn't do anything, we were 12 and a half games back. Yeah. Now we're only eight games back. I so wonder what that means. You're welcome, Cleveland. Yeah. That's what that means. You're welcome. You're welcome that the Orange and New Browns podcast we care. took care of that. And we're going to continue to take care of it. And, you know, we are for the people, and we're by the people. So Yeah. We we are true Cleveland fans, through and through, through and through, through and through. We have Julian Tavares's autograph, true from '94, back in the day, before the season, before was he even knew who he was. Yeah, he he asked it. He actually he's asked like, do us, you do you want my autograph? do you want my autograph? We're, We're like, like, sure, sure. I don't know who you are. Thanks, dude. And so. then we watch him on the World Series blow it. So yeah, the year, next thanks. year later. Thanks, Julian Tavares. And then he broke not not as bad as Jose Mesa's deal. Yeah, it was bad. Jose was bad. Jose was real bad. So was Tony Fernandez. Yeah, thanks a lot. Catch that ball at second base, bro. Anybody could reach that. 
Yeah, if Carlos was at second that day, it would have. He oh, would have caught it. Yeah, if Roberto Alomar was there that yeah, day. Yeah, Roberto Alomar. Yeah. I almost forget about him. So, Tribe Talk, Clevenger looked bad. We look a lot better. The offense is starting What to happens wake up. The second half of the season? I think we continue to wake up. So we have and we got our pitching back. Carlos Lamtana starting in the uh, All Star game. No surprise. So first baseman, he's 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 knocking up jacks. This guy usually gets even hotter in the second half of the season. He's usually kind of slow in the first half of the season, around a two forty hitter, and in the second half he's like a two eighty hitter and he hits about twenty home runs. He's at two ninety right now with eighteen home runs. So expect him to be a three thirty hitter at the second half. And put up like 25 more home runs. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make him the best first baseman in the league. But by theory right now for the MLB, because there, there's a lot of home runs going around right now. You seen that? A yeah, lot of like that, they said home it's, run it's high. It, the, high, the home run ranking right now is high for the first half of the season. So I don't think the base, baseball is allowing the players to juice anymore, but I feel like the Major League Baseball is juicing the balls. Because a lot of these places that usually don't get home runs, people are hitting home runs. So how do you juice the ball? You microwave them. Heat them up. Heat them up. Yep. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like deflating the football, right? Yeah. But the league, because I mean, that sure changed the whole perspective yeah. for Tom Brady's throwing ability. It kind of no, he really didn't. It didn't. Okay. So, so if if we're talking juice and baseballs, it's it's that's dumb too. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, it makes sense because the pitching has gotten better in the MLB since the '90s. What happened? Well, let's just put it this way: but there's more. What home happened runs? to just gifted talent? It's not gifted. I mean, there's talent out there. I mean, I can't hit a 90 mile an hour fastball. I can. I can. On PlayStation. <laughs> so again, I'm just gonna say the reason why the base. There's good hitters, but I'm saying that's the, the point. Baseball. Even is the hitters or even the pitchers are saying these balls are juiced. No, I I, I disagree completely. Yeah, I, I'm not. They'll come out with some weird theory, and I'm not. E- we're not even gonna get into Sasquatch, so let's not go that direction. He's real. Okay, so. What I'm talking about is is they're going to come up with some theory that the thread is like aerodynamic. No. Just by a point millicentimeter millis, no. that makes it need, that much to, lighter. You need to Google. Which makes it that much further. You need to Google 2018 All-Star happen. Game. I'm just saying. Google the 2018 All-Star Game. Why? Because the MLB actually admitted to juicing the balls for the home run derby. <laughs> okay. So... And now so we're you think more you, home runs. Do you think that they they're using those balls from the? No, they, I feel like, like hey, no, we got like the people that are holding. We got them mixed up, man. Uh, we, these were for the home runs. No, for I feel like they're actually. I feel like they're juicing these balls to get the game more exciting because they know back in the '90s and early 2000s that they they couldn't allow the players to juice anymore. But how do you get more home runs? You change the ball. You just have talent. Juice it. No, you don't have talent. These guys, Cody Bellinger, who's like a skinny little. You, everything in baseball with you is is some type of conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. Pete Rose should be back back in the freaking Hall of Fame. Allow him. Who cares if he batted on his team? Until the sports writers. Barry Bonds hit seven hundred some home runs. Away, pass away. Yeah, the older ones. Get rid of them. They they're never going to allow Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire. I'm allowing in right Sam now. Sosa in the Hall of Fame. They need to allow. Him. I mean, it's like allowing a Rod in the Hall of Fame. Allow him too. Why? He had home runs. Put Sammy Sosa in there. Put Mark McGuire. Put A-Rod. These players played against players Manny that Ramirez. also juiced. So they juiced. They let Jim Tomey in there. Uh, 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 here's my deal. They, I'm not saying Jim Tomey juiced. I'm just saying Jim he, Tomey was a, was, he was a sub-270 hitter with 600 home runs. Yeah, but he was he was a pivotal player in that, in the, in that era. 
He was that he hit good. Three hundred thirty-one home runs for the he's, Indians. He, look at his career. His I mean, career. He, that's why he's in the he Hall. He struck of fame. out or he hit a home run. Okay. You know he was a big farm but boy that did there, that. I can I can I can outdo this. But you have Cody Bellinger, who's not Frank even, Thomas has never juiced. Frank Thomas is in the Hall of Fame, and Frank Thomas was exciting to watch. Ken Griffey never juiced. Ken Griffey, see, these are. But all we don't players. know that though. We don't actually know that. Well, because they weren't testing for it. Back exactly. Then. But, but we are talking about guys that did progress downward like they're supposed to at at a certain age. Yeah. We're talking about Ken Griffey had injury after injury after injury. Why? Because he wasn't juicing. He was juicing though. That's probably why he got hurt. No. No. Yeah. I mean, when you play as hard as Ken Griffey and Frank Thomas and Albert Bell and those guys, you know, I, I mean, I might even go as far as Paul O'Neill with New York. Paul O'Neill. I know, right? I'd have gone Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs, yeah. Wade Boggs. Which Wade Boggs? The one from Red Sox or the one from the Yankees? The Red Sox. Okay, there you go. I don't give crap it's about all, the it's <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Do you understand? No. Do you get, do you get where I'm going with but that? But what I'm saying, though, is that these players that were juiced were playing against players that were juiced. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if they mm, juiced. Maj- I mean, majority of the league juiced. Yeah. We Roger Clemens. Let's. Okay. I mean, Roger Clemens is a pitcher that was juicing. Uh, even what's his name? Uh, uh, oh, uh, guy from Boston. Yeah. I can see. His Which name. one are you talking about? The the pitcher, Pedro well, Pedro Martinez. Yeah. So Kurt Schilling probably juiced. No, Kurt. You know who Kurt Schilling had a bloody sock. He didn't. He juiced. <laughs> and he's crazy. He's absolutely crazy now. But the, is he? The, the only the only player that I could think that probably didn't juice back in the day that was a pitcher, Randy Johnson. The dude just could throw. I mean, when you when you're like seven foot tall and have a wingspan of eight feet. Yeah, this dude was a ten feet, twenty yeah. feet, whatever it is. I mean, he looked like a freaking giant. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's the most. Him and Kenny Lofton just didn't get along at all. At all. But Kenny Lofton destroyed Randy Johnson all the time. All the time. So so did our Indians. Yeah. So I remember watching the game when we came back from like fifteen runs down. Yep. So I remember watching that game. But I would say those players need to actually stay and be able to be allowed into the Hall of Fame. And I don't care if baseball is juicing the balls because it's more exciting when there's home runs. There needs to be there needs to be more excitement because fans are looking more forward to the the, the freaking ice guy that runs around the Braves stadium beating. I say I say if somebody jumps the fence, let's let's go back to that New York thing I was talking about yeah. where their their fans interrupt all that. Did you not see the Dodgers? So when they jump out on the thing, I think that they should line them up and be and let everybody start throwing baseballs at them. That's a little intense, there, bro. Why not? You just put them in the drunk jail. That's all you got to do. Because I think it's funny. So. Speaking of these, these, <laughs> these, uh, the fans that have jumped onto the field. Yeah. So, did you see this the men's gold cup game? No, I did not. Okay, so a fan jumped onto the field, ran the entire length of the field, zigged and zagged, serpentined away from security, climbed the fence, and there's another barrier between the fence and the actual crowd. The crowd helped this guy escape. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's the kind of fans we need in baseball. Don't boo these guys that are running on the fields. Help them get off the fields and escape. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. I mean, if they're not doing anything terrible, I think it's funny. Yeah, so. I think uh, I think it's classic. Yeah, you know, I, I don't really agree with the ones that are streaking. But no, no, the, don't do that. But the ones so. that jump out on the field, like just look at me, I got they're on the field. They're drunk. They let them be drunk. Like, yeah. So let them let them if they can get off the field, they won the game. Yeah, they win freezes and tickets. That's my go. opinion. <laughs> Give them season tickets. Let see who, who make wins. them the pinch runner. If they can chase outrun security guards, let them be the pinch runners. There you go. Mike Leach would, probably. He I would. mean, he. I mean, he, he lo- took people out of the crowd to kick field goals and put them on the team. Hey, and he was actually really good. Yeah, he was. I mean, so. Well, on that note, let's talk 
Let's talk about the women's U.S. soccer team. We because again, two games, two games this week. We, we both beat wins. Spain, two to one, and the big dog, France. France in Paris. And did you see Alexi Lalas, former great U.S. men's soccer great from the '90s? Remember this guy? No. Long red hair. Red oh yeah. Goat. Oh yeah. Yeah. So no, now he's all clean shaven and got a haircut. G- guy's a douchebag. So. <laughs> You're from America. Pick America to win. You're in the World Cup. He's there. He picked France to beat U.S. Of course he does. And then he said, there's no way U.S. beats France. So the women that are there with him said, what if U.S. actually beats France? What are you going to do? He said, I will get into a wedding gown and stand underneath the Eiffel Tower and take pictures. Did it happen? He's going to have to. Yeah, because they won. So I sent him the location of David's Bridal in Paris. So we can pick out a gift. <laughs> Get off your freaking! Cr- I mean, it's like the celebrate these women, support them. I know they they're dominant. They just dominated FIFA. They've dominated. I mean, they dominated France. That that one goal last yesterday didn't even matter. No. So that two to one, they were up two to one. Megan Rapinoe, uh-huh. like Rapino, sorry, Megan Rapino. Mm-hmm. Game over. Yep. So I I just gotta say they did they have dominated this FIFA of the year. Yeah. And people need to give them their props. They do. And I don't care if they score 20 on a team. Every goal needs to be celebrated. Yeah. So Tuesday's the next game, 3 p.m. against England. England. Yeah. That's so. exciting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't know why, I don't know why it's so exciting because I really don't care for soccer. Mm. And you know I don't. I mean, it's 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 a thing. It's a thing with me. I just it's not my favorite type of sport. Cause you, it isn't. You just don't know anything about I just it. Just don't understand it. You know, I don't understand why I can't touch the ball and pick it up and take off running. I mean, that's just me. I mean, that's rugby. You can watch rugby if you want to watch <laughs> it, <laughs> right? But I don't think I I think I think what's so exciting about it is it's it's finally a women's sport that really grabs our attention, and it's such a big it's such yeah. a big highlighted thing. And to me. I'm I'm a I'm a person that believes in separation between female and male sports. That's just my opinion. Don't hate. What do you mean by that? Like I like the fact that women have their sport leagues. Yeah. And men have their sport leagues. Yeah. So if women want to have a football league, they should have a football league. They that, do. Right. But they so, put them in lingerie. <laughs> I don't yeah, understand. I don't that. understand that yeah. either. But like I said, if they if it I don't uh, I don't feel like integration between males and females. Now, if we wanted to have an integration league, then we should set something up in yeah. in each sport like that. But what I'm just saying in general, I like the fact I like yeah. I love watching softball. Yeah, I don't care to watch it's men's intense. softball. It's intense, but I like watching women's yeah. softball. I like watching women's soccer. I don't care to watch men's, men's soccer. soccer. No. So, do I like the WNBA? Yes. Do I really like the WNBA? Do you mm, watch the WNBA? I watch. I watch some. Yeah, occasionally. Uh, occasionally. Yeah. It's is it is this no? Because why? Because I'm more of a fan of the NBA. Yeah. Right. When it comes to baseball and softball, I there's not much difference to me of watching I, it. I feel like I like it. I think it's level, just as, it's it's exciting on both levels. Yeah. The talent level on both both sides match each other. Yeah. But. Girls that play softball can play baseball. They can play in the field and they can play in the outfield. But men can't catch up to these softball pitches. No. Because they're 60 feet away. They might be 65 miles an hour, but the velocity is like 120 miles an hour. So there's a there's a difference between bat speed and the, the hand speed for softball and 
baseball. Yeah. So I, I I feel like it's more more important to pay attention to softball. I love baseball though. So absolutely love it. Yeah. But if you're gonna play softball, play with a wooden bat. See how it goes. Yeah. You know. S- see see the difference. See if it changes anything. But my whole thing is because I don't like I don't like metal. My bats. whole thing is is here we are. This is 2019. Let's celebrate these women on doing something that's amazing. Yeah. And it is amazing. Soccer Support is a them. hard sport. You don't see me out there running back and forth nonstop trying to stop yeah. the ball, trying to do all these fancy little trick moves to just, just to get the ball into a net. Yeah. I mean, I can ball it up in basketball, but I can't ball I can't doll those I can't doll those dollars up no. in soccer. Look, ever. These, these women are doing things I've never seen before. I know. So So it's 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 fun to watch because we actually get to see a sports that's dominated. This is kind of like the dream team of the 90s. It is. So. It is. I mean, this they, they are the dream team of soccer. But they can't, like... They're the dream team of so soccer Olympics not, right now. Yeah, of the Olympics of the World Cup. Yeah. So if you look at it this way, because the, the NBA team, they all they did was dominate, like 60 to 70 point wins. Like, But that's basketball. Yeah. When you're putting seven-foot guys and six-eight guys and six-five guys against five-eleven guys that are short and can't do anything, you're going to get blown up by 60. It's going to happen. These women, though are scoring goals fast. We're talking about in the first five minutes, they put up goals. First two minutes, they're putting up goals. So we're, you're, you're seeing these women dominate in the first to get the other teams behind because soccer is usually an even, evenly matched game where they're not playing from behind. They're just playing evenly because a lot of times there's not a lot of goals scored. Right. But these women are putting up one to two goals in the first like 10 to 20 minutes, and that other team has to scramble for the next 70 minutes because they don't know how to do it because it's not usually that fast of a game. Yep. So these women deserve everything that they're getting, and they need to get more. Yeah. And less maybe they will get a tr- maybe they'll get a statue in Topeka, Kansas. They could be right behind mine. <laughs> so mine's not. Why is it got to be? Why is it got to be behind? Because behind. I have I'm the, the record holder. So. Oh well, I mean, and this is youth girls soccer, yeah. not like women's soccer. Right. You know, but if they want to be a part of my statue, I'll let them have it. Okay, so so that's what I was but saying. I'll be in the front of it. So. Right. Well, okay. Score against still nine feet tall, Topeka, Kansas. Be there. Yeah. So, that's it. That's, that's all, all we got. got. Next week, we're going to talk about NBA free agency because it starts tomorrow. Tomorrow is the day NBA starts their free We agency. also have a guest coming on next week out of Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, I thought it was going to be Quad Leonard. No. It'd be NBA nice championship. It would be nice to have Quad. I mean, he Kawhi. is a fan of the Orange is the New Browns podcast. Yeah, he actually, he actually, actually laughed, at, laughed at one of my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> But we're gonna have a we're gonna have a guest next week. Who's so our guest? Brittany Mollis out of Cleveland, oh. Ohio. The Cavs, is, the, yeah, the Cavs, super Cavs fan, super Cavs fan, and she's everything NBA. Yep. So she's gonna walk us through this NBA free agency. I don't I don't necessarily feel like I need to be walked through NBA free agency. I do. And here's the reason why. Well, it's not the Cavs. Cavs don't have because anything. the Cavs don't have. We don't have anything more. to do. But it'll, it'll be nice to hear what she has to say about it because I'm yeah. excited. And she actually can talk about Cleveland. Yeah. And the more people we I talk because she's in Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, we're not in Cleveland. We're in Texas. We're in Texas. So, which is a pretty cool state. It is a pretty cool state. So. And it's even better when we get to visit Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, cuz we feel more at home. We don't feel like we're outsiders. No, we're insiders there. Yeah. I mean, it's odd. Yeah. Well, just like uh just like Freddie Kitchen says, if it's too hot in the kitchen, get out. So we out. We out. This was episode 10 of Orange is the New Browns podcast. Saw an application to become a Steelers fan the other day. First requirement, my parents had to be related. That was our show.